Pulp MX Network production. It's the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Moto Show on PulpMX.com. Presented by Scott Motorsports, Rocky Mountain MC, and Pro Taper. Welcome to the NFAB Racer X Fantasy Podcast, the podcast show for fantasy supercross players. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Download it on iTunes. Get it on Stitcher. Give us a review if you can. On the Steve, that's under the Steve Mathis Show. We'd appreciate that also. N-Fab.com, proudly built in Houston, Texas, USA. Jeep, truck, or SUV parts. Great sponsors of the JGR Yamaha team. Uh, also the NFAB Ampro um, uh, GNCC team. They've also helped that out. And Jeep, truck, or SUV steps, bumpers, light mounting solutions. The folks at N-Fab.com have it, have what you need. And uh, thanks for uh, listening, everybody. All right. With uh, Also, too, presented by Rocky Mountain, ATV, MC, Scott Motorsports, and Pro Taper. And on this fantasy show, we're going to cover uh, three leagues. Moto Dynasty, which is on RacerX Online, the Rocky Mountain, ATV, MC League, and uh, Motocross Fantasy. They're all different formats. They're all different ways to play, and um, we'll try to help you win. With me on the line, uh, Hawking Fly Raceway across the world, uh, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Had a uh, weekend off, which was nice, so excited to get back at it. Yeah, and also on the line, uh, Athena, Get Ignition, Dan Truman. What's up, Truman? I was just looking at some results. JT, you traveled on your weekend off, right? Uh, kind of, but I wasn't a dirt bike race, and I didn't have to do all my riding and shows and everything that I normally do, so I'll consider that a weekend off. All right. <laughs> you love airplanes. Yeah. It was a vacation, though, so that's a much different trip he, than normal. I think you just travel just so you can take photos out the window. Like, you don't even care about I where you're going. I haven't been doing that. I haven't been doing it. Is there a reason why? Off it. Um, I took some ridicule. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, you know, I went through a 12-step process and I've, you know, weaned myself off of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just in a better place. Okay. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's go to Moto Dynasty. Let's talk a little bit about uh, last last race results. Detroit. Uh, we're back Santa Clara this weekend. It's a 250 West round, everybody. So we're talking about 250 West. They're back this weekend, and uh, we'll talk about the additions of uh, some other guys coming back and uh, here and there and. Um, yeah. So, first up, uh, Dan, um, you're angry about Ryan Dungey's penalty. Uh, I'm not so much angry. I just wish it wouldn't happen. I, I had one, two, three right. They updated the scores, and I was I did good. And now I did not get Ryan Dungey, Jason Anderson, and Marvin Muskin right in either spot. So, a little upset with it. Yeah, I I, uh, I had Muskan in third, which is uh, what he got. So I was pretty pumped on that. But. Um, I mean, we did get lucky on that, too. I, Marvin fell on the last lap, right? It wasn't last lap, but it was near uh, okay. the end. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I originally had Dungey, Anderson, Marvin, mm. uh, and Tomac, one, two, three, four. So I was, you know, off by one on Eli, but. Uh, yeah. But it could have been really good. Yeah. Could have been really good, but it wasn't. Um, yeah. I think everybody, uh, Dungey, Ro- I had Dungey, Roxon, Muscan. We talked about this on our last show. Muscan is now. Just a guy. Like, top five, stamp it. And if you want to put him on the podium, go ahead. Um, I had Dungey, Roxon, Muskan, Anderson, Tomac, which I think is, again, going to be my top five again coming into Santa Clara uh, in some order. And I had everybody in the 
top 12 except for one guy. Brayton. There's no way you had Brayton. You, you had to have Brayton in there, right? And who did I not have? Michael Lessie. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. What would you have, Dan? Uh, I also had Brayton in there, and then I, I had Jake Weimer as 12th. Um, so I missed Josh Grant and Alessi. And what about you, JT? Oh, no, I didn't. Sorry. I missed Bogle oh. and Alessi. I had Grant in 10th. Sorry. JT? Uh, I, had a, <clears throat> I had a pretty good weekend. I got um, I had Dungey, obviously, first, but I got yeah. Muskan right for mm-hmm. second. Uh, I had I got Tomac exactly right in fifth. I got Trey Kennard exactly right in what, eighth. Eighth, yep. yeah. And I got Josh Grant exactly right in twelfth. Um, so I had a good weekend. I missed on Brayton and Weimer, uh, but other than that, it was, uh, it was pretty strong. It kept me actually. I extended my lead pretty pretty widely mm-hmm. in the 450 class um, after this weekend again. So looking good in that class. Did you uh, JT pick a heat? race or pole position or hole shot no i didn't i had dungy in the heat mm-hmm. and uh i pulled him at the last minute just uh you know it, i pulled him the same thing happened in toronto i pulled him at the last minute and it worked out for me mm-hmm. i just had a feeling he was he had some some tough competition and obviously he won so it was the wrong move but man those things that every time i seem to pick um i lose so I'm just kind of banking on my my finished position, and that's been been panning out. It's been going really well, so I'm just probably going to stick with that, unless there's just a heat race where it's super lopsided yeah. and and I, you know, Dungey's the only guy or something like that, which doesn't tend to happen. Yeah, I stayed away from from all three too. Dan, have you learned your lesson? You've been staying away, right? Uh, I've been staying away from pole position and hole shot, but I picked heat race winner. I don't know who I picked because I don't know how to see it, but I got mm-hmm. it wrong. So you got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so good enough. Well, uh, going forward here on the Moto Dynasty, it's twelve guys, of course, and uh, Santa Clara this weekend. We'll talk four fifties right now. Um, like I said, Dungey, Roxon, Muskan, Anderson, Tomac. That's your top five in some order in Santa Clara, right, guys? I mean, Dungey rocks in one, two, two, one, or is Marvin moving up higher than that, or or Anderson for that matter? I, I, I like think you leave the. Uh, yeah, go ahead, JT. No, I, I was just going to say I think it doesn't have to be stamped. I think uh, you know Chad showed that he can be in there. He you know he was he wasn't really with the lead, the top three so much i think he was 10 seconds back or something like that but i mean he was an easy fourth you know after brayton went out so i think he could be in your top five and i i think where dan was going to go with steely i think he could be in there too um so i think tomac is kind of the i don't want to say the weakest link in there but i think he's the one most susceptible to being knocked out of that top five right now dan yeah i agree with jt i was going to say steely was fast you know he had the big crash in detroit in Mm -hmm. practice but he was fast, you know. He crashed the first lap of the race, but he, you know, if you look at the lap times, he was fast the whole race, and uh, he's been been good. And I think he's wanting to get back on, you know, with that lead group. So it's tough. I don't think you can stamp anything. Um, Kennard, I mean, is Kennard going to break into that top five at some point? He's fastest qualifier at times, and one and one another heat. Yeah, one another heat. Yeah, Detroit. one another heat. And honestly, I think Brayton was a little bit better than Chad last week or two weeks ago at Detroit. I think Brayton would have been fourth uh, had he not got a flat tire. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's, you know, these guys that are fighting for contracts like Kennard and Brayton, I think they're going to start pushing that top five a little bit. Yeah, for me, I, uh, yeah, you guys all make good points for sure. Uh, Seeley and Chad and, and Brayton have been riding well, but I'm sticking to me. 
Dungey Roxon, Muscan Anderson, Tomac. I, I, Tomac's still a mystery, you know, wrapped in a riddle. But um, I mean, I, you can you can in this yeah. point you can kind of look at the track. I mean, I didn't have Roxon as high. I had him fifth uh, at Detroit because he was never good all day. Yeah, you know, he wasn't. So you, yeah, you could look at something like that and, and kind of make your decisions based on that. You know, I think uh, we all had Marvin in the top three, which was the first week I've I've put Marvin in the top three. Um, so I think he's going to be up there. You know, I think um, you got to look at that. I don't know where Barsha is going to come back at. I know we're we're going to talk about that, but yep. I don't put him. You know, I don't put him in that top five group. But I know he's got speed. Well, I just you know, if you go by my top five, Dungey, Roxon, Muskan, Anderson, Tomac. And you, I think you should slot Seeley and Reed at worst six seven. You know, now yeah, Kennard, Kennard, now, Brayton, that's Kennard, an eight. Brayton, yeah. yeah, that's an eight. Um, <laughs> now we have four spots left, and Brayton's one of them for sure. So you put him in ninth. Uh, now you have three spots left, and Barsha comes back, and and three seven seven should be back as well. Which well, means, don't forget about Pike. Pike's on eight seven the last two weeks too. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's getting a little a little tough. Um, with the with guys coming back, um, Barsha to me coming back, he's he's back this weekend. Nicoletti is out. Barsha's an eight to twelve guy. Uh, I'm putting him in my top twelve. Do we all agree on that? Yeah, I think I think I think so. Right. Yeah, I think I put him in in the like you said those last four spots. Mm-hmm. Brayton, kind of between Brayton, Grant, Pike, Barsha. It might even be those four for me. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe bump. I think Alessi obviously had a really great race in Detroit, uh, but I, I'll bump Alessi out of the top twelve and maybe even Bogle. So, yeah, I think I think, uh, think Millsaps is going to be in there too. I don't think he'll be out very long. If he's not back this week, it'll be definitely be the week after. And he's another guy you have to put him in your top twelve if he's out there. Um, yeah, they're going to know more on Thursday afternoon, so we'll try to put that on RacerX online Twitter um, as far as him riding and how he feels. Um, <clears throat> You think he's the top twelve coming back right off the bat, Millsaps? I think if he's racing, if mm-hmm. he's willing to go through the process and be out there, then I, I do. You know, I don't think he'll get fifth yeah, or whatever. Right. Um, but I think he gets you know ten, eleven right. all day long if he's out there. So, you know, what about the three seven seven? He was on a kind of a roll. I think Pike's a top twelve guy. He has been lately. Yeah, for but, sure. I mean, judging on the last two, I think you have to you have to say he's feeling better, he's feeling healthier, and and now you know he's probably earned that spot. I'll, I'll probably stay away from Purcell until I see something. I, mm-hmm. You know that I think Grant's going to be better too. I mean, he was pretty fast in Detroit. He's always fast, obviously, but he had that crash with Weimer and still still got twelve. Um, so I think he, I think he's a top twelve you know guy as well. It's going to be tough those last three or four spots to pick. I think yeah. you're going to really have to go off times or the way the track is. Grant has uh, averaged a 9.5 since he's come back. So, Does James Stewart race any more races this year? Uh, I think we see James Stewart when it's uh, there's no domes. And it's okay. Berms. Like, like Red Bull straight rhythm or like out, outdoors? Outdoors. Oh, okay. I mean, you wouldn't pick him anyway. He's Supercross, though, right? I saw that, yeah. Maybe, maybe he is coming back. But, I mean, you wouldn't pick him, either one of you. We already, we've already no. clarified that. No. It would take a massive qualifying practice with 10 injuries for either one of you to pick Stu. When was the last time he got in the top 12 in a main event? Answer me that. Uh, the, the last time that he finished 20 laps was Seattle, 2014. Right. Not counting Atlanta because he only did 19? Yeah. Yes. And okay. he didn't get so top 12. 
so he it's got, been he got two like two years. Yeah, it's um, been two full years since he got in the top twelve. That's all you really need to know. So, so basically, if you, if we're putting Pike in, and we all agree that we that we would put Pike in the top twelve, right? Um, I, think, I think Brayton's a, Brayton's ahead of Pike for me. Yeah, no, I, I no for sure. But I'm saying uh, that then Barsha, we all put Barsha in there. That leaves really one spot. Um, yeah, Brayton, Pike, which, Barsha. Yep. And then you know, that last spot, you know, you got to look at guys like Weimer, Bogle, Josh Grant. Right. You know, there's uh, and it's and, good. and Millsaps if he comes back. Uh, JT, you'd put him in the top twelve if he comes back and his practice times are all right, right? Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. It, you know, and we'll see how he is. I'm hoping he just doesn't go just right around out there. I don't think that does anybody any good. So I'm giving him giving him the benefit of the doubt that if he can race, that he's he feels somewhat confident, you know, mm-hmm. that he can actually race and not just right. ride around. So if if that's the case, then yeah, I, I think he's a top twelve guy. There's our top twelve right there. Boom. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to stay away from pole position again this week. It's been so up in the air, you know, with like yeah. Trey and and mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think a guy like Grant could even throw down fastest lap, and I'll probably stay away from that. I mean, if you need to make up some points, the guys that are trying to catch JT in this. You know, you might need to start gambling. There's not many races left. You might have to start picking those to try and, you know, get those so, a few extra points. So Baggett, Bogle, Grant, Weimer, all in that 12 spot, right? Baggett was good in Detroit, too, huh? He got a flat also. Yeah, it's, yeah he wasn't doing too bad. He was sixth, right, at the time? Yeah, he he, he was moving up because of guys going out. But, yeah, it, it was a weird deal yeah. for sure. <clears throat> um, and NVAB uh, Racer X Fantasy Moto Podcast uh, brought to you f- one of the folks brings you by Scott Sports uh, ScottMotorsports.com established in 1958 global leader, leader in manufacturing and developing products Scott-Sports.com follow him on Instagram and Twitter Scott Motorsports Facebook uh, Monster Energy Pro Circuit where's um, Scott Goggles the Auto Trader J- Toyota JGR Yamaha with Barsha back this weekend they wear Scott BTOSports.com with maybe Millsaps. They were Scott. Canard, Baggett, Porcel, uh, and Russell and Weenan on the off-road and uh, quad side. And DeSalle, Bud Racing. They were Scott, too. Scott-Sports.com. We thank those guys. All right. um, We kind of basically laid it out there how we want to pick them. Um, I'm going to still stick with my top five, and then I'll put Canard, Reed, and Sealy in some order for six, seven, eight. I'll look at practice times. As always, people make your choices as late as you can. Uh, watch qualifying. Look at the times for. Uh, we're on Pacific Standard Time this weekend, of course, people. So remember that. And uh, make your picks as late as you can. And then uh, I'll probably go with Brayton after that. Then Pike, Barsha somewhere in that Brayton Pike battle. And uh, I don't know about that last spot. Who knows? I think I'm with Dan. I'm going to rule out three, seven, seven. He'll have to show me uh, after a couple weeks off. But uh, in, that, in that case, you can't go off practice times because I'm sure he'll be good in practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there are That's why I'm saying. Yeah, I'm just I'm ruling yeah. him out. I think so. All right. Is there anything about the twelfth week anywhere? Did he ever say anything about the twelfth week? No, but you got to give him credit. He said he was going to start racing after like week seven, and he did. Like you got to. Yeah, he did for one week, and then he then he stopped. <laughs> he was top ten a couple weeks. I think Porcel is more aware of what's written and said about him than he ever lets on. I think he really does care 
and follow and read and look at it and then tells everybody he doesn't care, doesn't read. All the guys that say they never read and don't care and I don't know what people are saying, et cetera, et cetera, always do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I did win some uh, two tickets to an outdoor uh, on Moto Dynasty that we can give away to the listener on the show if you want or something. Oh, yeah. They can write in. Uh, yeah. I won uh, last week or the week, week before. Two, it says two motocross uh, or two tickets to any motocross event of your choice. So, oh, wow. Uh, we can give those away because uh, I don't need them. Okay. First person hits you up on Twitter. How's that? There you go. Uh, okay. At D Truman 101. It's, it's Dan Truman 101. Exactly. Exactly. Dan <laughs> Truman 101. Um, all right, 250s Moto Dynasty. Now, this is the East Coast, of course. We're coming in the West. We'll talk about that. But um, um, the East Coast, uh, I correctly had Mookie winning, and I had Plessinger in third. I thought I saw the whoops, and I thought Plessinger would be pretty well, so I think I was pretty proud of that pick. He got second, but still I you put were him the, in. You were the guy going into the week saying Plessinger couldn't get into the top five. Well, I saw that I didn't have a good practice, and then I saw those whoops. So I thought I, I wasn't at Detroit, but I watched it. Um, Jeremy Martin, uh, he burnt everybody, I'm sure. Arno Tonis probably burnt everybody. Um, I had Bloss also; uh, he burnt me. I was one off but on Bichelia. I was one off on Wentland. I correctly got Hampshire, and I was one off on Bowers. And I, like I said, I got Mookie correct. Did we all? Did you guys both pick Mookie? I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I had four zeros though. It's the most I've had all year. Um, and, uh, four zeros also. I had three. I, I think the scores were pretty low. I had obviously a zero with Martin, Tonis. I had Benny Bloss and Fry. I had Fry and oh, Fry. Yeah. So I had four zeros. I did. I did not have Rodriguez. I did not have uh, Cedric, Paul Coates, or yeah, yeah. or Ardet. Yeah, Audette was the other one, which I don't know why I haven't been putting him in there. I don't think I put I, – oh, I, actually, I put Audette 12th. Okay. I put him in there so for 12th. Who, I, I, who, who was the other one? Uh, Coates, Subaros, and Rodriguez. Oh, you only missed three. Okay. That's Fry in there. Fry was yeah. my fourth. Why did you guys go Fry? Did you have a good practice? Do you remember? I don't remember. Uh, he's well, been, he's top, been 10, top 10 every yeah. race that he's raced. Yeah, he's been like 9-4, four, 8-4 four or something like that the last mm-hmm. two weeks or something. I don't know. He's been really right. good, though. Right. Um, yeah. Other than that, I think yeah, I think Dan, you're right. It was pretty, pretty bad week for everybody, as far as that I picked, goes. I picked the heat race winner. I don't know who it was, but I mm-hmm. got it right. Oh, but I stayed away from all three. JT, did you pick any? I didn't touch it again. I didn't touch any of them. And so for um, for Moto Dynasty for the year, I am 76th. JT. Oh, I passed you. Oh, you, you did? I'm going to pass you. I'm up to 58. Oh, uh, JT is fourth. Dan is 58, and I'm 76. And then uh, the Pulp MX League, JT, you're winning. Uh, Dan, I don't know if Dan – no, you never made it in. And then Yeah, uh, I made it in, but they didn't count my points for, like, the first round or something. So uh, yeah, I'm well, way, whatever. <laughs> way back. But, I mean, like, you know, not tooting our own horn here, but, you know, the three of us are uh, fourth, 58, and 70. Sixth, so we're not bad. We seem to know yeah. what, we're, what we're talking about somewhat on the uh, for the Moto Dynasty. Yeah, and that's out of like almost four thousand people. Yeah, so yeah, yeah suck it, everybody. Cool. Um, <laughs> all right, let's go to two fifty uh, West. It picks up again um, this weekend in Santa Clara, and then we're back to the East for a bunch of races. But so when we last left this uh, series, we had uh, Savachi and crashing out or crashing way back and. Uh, 
Cooper Webb now back in the lead in the points. Um, and I think this week's we saw some some uh, some results from Cooper that maybe weren't the greatest. Um, but I think he's back. What do you think, Dan? You think you think he's back? Yeah, I'm still going to stick with the same four that mm-hmm. that, I, that I was is Cooper, and then in any order, Craig, Osborne, Nichols, and you know those are my four. I think those are the strongest four on the West Coast. So I think Osborne could get in there. I think Osborne could get in there. Yeah, he was my. I mean, he was in the top four. You didn't. You didn't say Savachi. Uh, oh yeah, I'm looking at results. Sorry. Right. So if you, um, yeah, <clears throat> Cooper Webb yeah. wins. We all think that, right? And Savachi, Craig, Osborne, in some order. Nichols. If you want to put Nichols in there, you can. But yeah. there's your top five. Yeah, and then and then that next group is you know Oldenburg, Dakotas, and Alex Martin. I think mm-hmm. those those three. And then. Uh, you know, the, the good. I was going to say, has there been a bigger fantasy killer this year than Alex Martin? Is he is he running away with his title? Does, does I mean, Nicoletti is by far. Oh yeah, he, I don't. He, if he Alex Martin was on a full year, if Alex yeah. Martin was on a full year, and they're maybe they're buddy, they're buddies, so maybe it's like a it's a real effort on their part. Yeah, you know, definitely you, friends that are fantasy killers. Those two. If you want to uh, go by some stats, uh, thanks to Travis, uh, he gave us some stats here. Um, Colt Nichols' average finish is fifth, and Osborne's is 6.6. Their median finish is both fifth. So Nichols can make a case um, for beating Osborne if you want to go by there, by their average finish. Um, Webb and Savachi and Craig are the top three, obviously. So after that, it's Dakotas and Oldenburg. Clearly, they're both in the seven range. Then it goes to Peters. Kyle Peters, quiet. Yeah, we Deadly. overlook Peters every weekend, I think. Yeah. He qualifies outside the top ten. We always put him back, and he always finishes around seven, eight, nine. it seems like. Now, Jordan Smith should be back. Do we know? I, I don't know. Right. I don't know that. He, he should be back. If he is, he's six, seven, eight, dude, right? Dakotas, Oldenburg, Smith. Yeah, Oldenburg's scary for me. You know, he had two good races the last two. Mm-hmm. I think he went 5-5. Five, five. But before that, it was, you know, 18, 17. He, you know. he talked about how he's figuring it out. He's well, calming good. down. So all, the, all those guys you mentioned, though, are, you know, Jordan Smith. Um, mm-hmm. Jordan Smith especially and Oldenburg especially are they. Their tendency is to crash. Mm-hmm. So Aldridge, I mean, you them. might as well throw Aldridge in there. Yeah, Aldridge too. Pick them going, pick them, and know going in that they're one of them's going to crash. So just be ready for a zero, most likely. All right. You know who's turned it around a little bit? If you want to talk about top twelve, is Lieb. Lieb's had a couple of nice races near the end of the series. I don't know if he can keep it going. Yeah, he got eleventh, eleventh uh, at Dallas. I yeah, yeah, and then before that, I think he was a ninth. Um, yeah. So he's he's got it somewhat going on. Um, he could be a top twelve guy. Um, and then Kyle Cunningham is racing. Yeah, I would think so. Right? Sure. Because is, Nel- is Nelson coming back at any? At I any was point just going to ask that. I don't think yeah. so. I don't think till the outdoors. Okay, because I seen he's been riding or he started riding at least. I just didn't know if he had a plan to come back or not. Yeah, I think outdoors. Keep an eye on that though, people. He could be back, but he was pretty serious injury. So, so. Uh, as far as Savachi, Craig, Osborne, and Nichols, just look at practice times. You guys, I mean, really, right? Alex Martin mm-hmm. has to get better, right? Um, no. 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, yeah, I mean, it, he's he he is what he's done. I mean, he's you know, I was talking to Omera about him, and Omera thinks that they kind of knocked him out a little bit with the training schedule. Like Jeremy Martin is pretty unreal, I guess, as far as uh, being able to handle a workload, and Alex was tagging along and doing all the work at the same time. You know, no problems, whatever he can do it. But as you know, as Omera was saying, like you know, things change. So. um be, I shouldn't say things change. People people have different thresholds, and so he kind of thinks that maybe they knocked Alex out. So maybe this rest would actually help. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, I feel like he was maybe overtrained as well. Like it, I've said numerous times, preseason I thought he could win races. Yeah, and then you know wasn't even top ten for a little bit. Right, it just doesn't make any sense. But I don't, I, what do well, I? He's got to stop crashing for one. That's uh, a huge part of it. You can't crash, which was you know he had podiums. He had a podium in Oakland, locked up, and you know just threw it away. So. I don't care what kind of shape he's in. If he doesn't stay off the ground, it ain't going to matter. Yeah, I hear you. Um, yeah, so there we go. There's your top five. Uh, stamp that. Stamp Webb as a winner and uh, and go from there. Look at the points and look at the practice Look at the practice times um, and go go from there. So 250 West Series. Um, you, it's always you guys interesting. All put, you guys all put Cooper, Cooper first? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think so, right? Going in, I do. I, there's a lot of whoops this weekend. There's two sets. One set's really long, so I, I tend to put Christian second, but I, I still think Cooper's the best over 15 laps. Yeah. It is interesting, though, to see what the break does, because the break does change things for guys, good or bad, you know? Some guys, yeah, are, just, we see it all the know, time. So. It depends, you know, how much Christian may think he's out of the title. I mean, has he... I've seen nothing but outdoor videos. I know they were in Texas training, so I mean, maybe he's a little rusty. I, I don't know. You know, it's tough to say. You know, uh, he's farther back in the championship, so mm-hmm. maybe he's focused towards outdoors a little bit more, and, and that'll benefit Cooper. So. I'm going to text Jordan Smith right now and see if he's coming back this weekend. Yeah, I, I mean, he's got to be coming back, right? He's been riding. So. Right, right. Um, all right. And, yeah, I, I don't know about Aldridge either. He's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at his results, and I mean, who, he was winning a he was winning a race. Who uh, who cleans out their locker first, Tonus or Aldrich, at the end of the year? Which guy gets out of there first? As far depends as... who crashes in the moto first. Okay, all right, yeah, whichever guy crashes out of the last round, because yeah, whichever who crashes first in the second moto uh, at Indiana, that's who that's your winner. Because I know I'm I know I'm. Te- I know I'm you know, taking a leap of faith here, but I, I don't see either rider back on Monster Energy Pro Circuit next year. I know that's crazy talk, but... Bold claim. <laughs> I, um, I, heard Pro, I heard Pro Circuit was only four guys next year. Oh, yeah? One thing about, again, like we said, Peter, Kyle Peters, everybody, don't sleep on him, because we have been. People have been. Average finish, 8.6. His median finish is, you know, is 9, and uh, he's gotten 10 three times. So put him in your top 12. His worst finish this year has been a 10th. That's his worst finish. So, please put Kyle Peters in your top 12. Do not forget, no matter where he finishes or what, no matter where he faxes, he doesn't always qualify well, is another thing that maybe people stay away from. Uh, but he's, he's a racer, so put him in but there. But what about, what a, in the same theory, I want to I revisit this Nick Way and Daytona um, story. My your your Kyle Peters theory was what I used for Daytona with Nick Way, and you told me I was an idiot. Nick Way, 
has literally not raced all year. He's back for one race. He qualifies 30th at his first race, and you just stamp him for the main event. Like, that's just silly yeah. talk. Yeah, right. he's a racer. Well, but it's his first race of the year, and the series was at round 10 or whatever it was. Like, yeah. <clears throat> I can't have it both put, ways, Steve. I think I'm going to put Hayden Melrose in my top 12. I don't know who I would bump out. I'll have to look at practice times, but he's fast. Yeah, he's gotten uh, 13th twice. His average finish is 14.9. His best finish is 11. So really, I mean, he has been fast. He was yeah. much better. Uh, what race was that? Phoenix, maybe? Glendale, whatever it's called? He'd be in he crashed the last lap. Yeah. yeah. He crashed the last lap in the whoops because I had him on my team and I was just counting on the 50 points he was going to get me in the motocross fantasy site, and he crashed the last lap and ended he, up 11. He has only finished once in the top 12, and that was the opening round. Okay, well, he had it, he had it at mm-hmm. Glendale yeah, as well, yeah. and he threw it away. So, All right, let's go. Uh, that's Moto Dynasty, and uh, let's go to the Rocky Mountain. RMFantasySX.com. It's in full swing, but it's never too late to start playing. You're out of the running for the grand prizes, but it's free to play, and it's got $100,000 in prizes, and, and there's a incredible prizes awarded after each round, so you get a new chance to win every week. RM Fantasy SX, powered by Rocky Mountain ATVMC, your premier source for power sports, gear parts, and accessories. Head to rmfantasysx.com to sign up today. This is top five in 450s, and then it's a wild card spot. The wild card changes every week. I have yet to get the wild card. I did not get it last week. I, I simply went with um, the stats. Uh, for 15th place, and I picked Blake Baggett, and uh, it was Nick Way, so I did not get it. But top five for 450s, we kind of covered it with Moto Dynasty. Dungey Roxon, 1-2. Marvin Anderson, 3-4. You can flip-flop them. You can flip-flop the other the first two. And then there's one spot left. Uh, if you want to go Tomac, okay. If you want to go Sealy, okay. If you want to go Canard, okay. If you want to go Reed, okay. Right? I mean... You guys are all, we kind of covered it a little bit, but that's that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it, Moto Dynasty. I, I think, you know, the top top three, four, five, there's just a few guys you can swap in there just depending on practice but, times. Or, but would you go, I mean, you didn't pick Roxon in Detroit because he wasn't fast all day. If he's the same way in Santa Clara, I mean, I'm still putting him second, Dan, but you you wouldn't, I guess, huh? No, I mean... The, depending on the track, really. I mean, Anderson was good. Anderson was good all day at uh, mm-hmm. in Detroit, and I, I put him second, which I feel he got second, so I should have got that right. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's going to depend on those. Those guys just depend on the track to me. They're all so close. The wild card is tenth place this week, and we covered it in our Moto Dynasty as far as our top twelve. Tenth seems like a nice spot for Barsha. Who did you have in 15th, JT, last week? I put Alessi, um, and I was wrong. So. Yeah, I had Freeze, and I was wrong. Uh, Nick Way burns me again. <laughs> if you want to look at 10th this week, um, Millsaps is 9.4. Average finish, Brayton is 9.4. Average finish, Canard is 9.7. But Canard is, that's an average finish, but he's either going to be 5th, 6th, or crashing out. Yeah, so he's that's, either 16 right. or 6th. Right. Something like that. Um, but if you want to look at the 10th place guy, uh, Weimer's gotten it three times and Brayton has gotten it three times. And Will, uh, Will Hans out. 
Um, so, Weimer and Brayton have, have scored 10th the most with three three spots. Um, I think I'm going to put Pike there. I don't mind Pike. I don't mind Pike. I think Pike goes in the top 12, as we talked about. And, uh, yeah, I don't mind that. So, JT, what do you think? Yeah, I think 10th is uh, it's tough because there's so many guys that, you know, a guy like Seeley, if he crashes, could get 10th. But I, I think you just have to go off the most likely scenario, uh, which is somebody like Weimer, Josh Grant. Um, I think anybody in that range, I think you're – you're going to be close on. Um, you know, I would stay away from. I would stay away from the guys that are probably further back, like Alessi. Uh, you know, like his ninth place in Detroit is out of the out of the norm. Mm. Um, and I would stay away from you know a guy like Trey, whose average finish is ten. Uh, I would I would go for the guys who you think are going to finish there. A guy like like I mentioned, Jake Weimer, Pike, uh, Josh Grant. Um, those those are my three right off the top of my head that I see finishing in there. Yeah, Brayton three times, but I feel like he's riding better right now. And yeah, Weimer, I, I and Weimer, I feel, yeah, and, I, and Weimer, I don't know if he's that good. He didn't, you know, his shoulder. He's going to be in for this weekend, but he didn't ride all week uh, the last two weeks because of his shoulder injury from Detroit. Yeah, so true. I don't see Weimer getting up there, and I don't see Brayton falling back there. So I think both of those average those guys that have gotten tenth the most, you got to take them out. Yeah, I, I would if I had to choose two. It would be either Pike or Josh Grant. Those would be my two. I don't think Grant makes it on my top twelve. I just I don't see it. I just not with three, not with Barsha coming back and um, whatever else we talked about. I just I don't yeah. Know. I don't I don't see Josh, I don't see uh, Barsha in the the capacity we've seen him even when he before he hurt himself. Uh, I don't see him just straight up just smoking Josh Grant right now. I, I don't. I think they're going to be pretty close. Really. Yeah, I just yeah. haven't seen much from Barsha. Outdoor is different, maybe yeah. different story, but I have yeah. not seen anything from Barsha and Supercross this year or last year even that's like, yeah, 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 no problem. He's better than that. I, I haven't. Yeah, you're right about that. It, it hasn't been great. No, I think the outdoors, you know, your, the outdoor results kind of skew your perception of Barsha, but, man, it, Supercross is – Main event results haven't been anything to write home about. So, um, so you like that tenth? We'll have to see. Right. But you like the tenth for Barsha? Yeah, I don't hate it. I think, uh, yeah, you could add him into the Pike and, and Josh Grant, like I said before. Yeah, I, I wouldn't have any problem with that. Oh, okay. I like Pike though too, Dan. It's a good pick. Yeah, I like I like Pike. I, I don't like JT said. I don't know about Barsha. I mean, I obviously watched the preseason and I thought mm-hmm. he was really really good. So curious to see how he comes back. I think that injury was, you know, pretty bad going into into the first race. So, but he's a top twelve, right? We're all in agreement of that for Moto Dynasty. I'm putting I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Let's... He's got a tough. He's got a tough scenario though to walk into with these guys having so much momentum. You know, it's not well, so much that not so much the nine, ten, eleven, twelve guys, but I'm sure he's expecting to be better than that. Um, you know, I'm sure he views himself as a top five guy, and mm-hmm. those guys are firing on all cylinders right now. So that's that's the big ask, I think. Well, and then he's got the legacy of Phil over him too. He's got to live up to right. that. Right, yeah, that's big shoes to fill. Right, uh, you know, pardon the pun. Right, uh, Pro Taper, uh, Pro Taper, the official uh, bar and grip with the micro bar and micro grip on the uh, KJSC program. They continue the. Pres- 
push the limits and reinvent the way they experience uh, we all experience riding our bikes. Uh, the, the, of course, they had the, innova- the very first innovation, the oversized one one eighth handlebar, invented and patented by ProTaper. ProTaper.com, Geico Honda, and Jason Anderson, just some of the guys that depend on ProTaper. Check them out. You got a lot of cool little parts for your bike, and uh, like I said, the micro bar and grip is really cool for the kids. Move on to Motocross Fantasy here on the NFAB Racer X uh, Fantasy Moto Podcast. Uh, Motocross Fantasy last week, or Detroit, I should say. Uh, 116 for me in 450s and 74 in 250s. I am 288th, 2,066 points. I'm dropping my San Diego 2 round. It's the worst one. <laughs> I got 7 <laughs> points at San Diego 2. What? In, in 250 class. Really? Seven. I didn't seven think that was points. possible. Um, oh, it's possible. Um, what'd you get in Detroit? Uh, real bad. Uh, I got 96 in the 250 class and 106 and 450. I'm very upset with my choices. Um, yeah, I was creeping to the front. I was 23rd, I think, going into the weekend mm-hmm. the overall. And now I'm looking more towards outdoors. So. <laughs> We're regrouping. John, We're regrouping. John Short, or if any friends of John Short are listening, I had so much faith in him. I was texting him throughout the day. He was riding good. And he didn't put it together. Not happy. I feel like John Short is not as good as he was last year for 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 whatever reason. Like, well, he never. Well, he didn't ride Supercross. Oh, he didn't. Okay, so it was just outdoors. Okay, Um, he was pretty good outdoors. He was a little bit of a surprise outdoors. Did you Did you guys know I picked this Jacob Williamson guy? Do you know he's never ridden Supercross before? No. Yeah, I think his first race was Toronto. Yeah, but that was his first time ever on a Supercross track. Right, right, right. Yeah, he's uh, he's from Michigan. He's still in high school or college. Something like college, that. No, he's, yeah, in, college he's in high school. No, high school. Okay, he's one of those high, high school senior. Yeah, Racer X did an interview with him. He was a uh, 14. I picked him, and uh, he crushed it. He got 44 points. That was my highlight of the weekend. So, I know Lars listens to the show, and him and Paul were talking about Paul Coates. Mm-hmm. And uh, Lars is telling Paul, "Oh, Coates, you know, Coates got hurt in practice. He hurt his ankle." <laughs> And uh, Paul finally, you know, kind of gave in a little bit. And he's like, oh, I think Coates is hurt. And I was like, oh, okay. So I pulled Coates off my team. And then Lars went and talked to his mechanic and, you know, right. did the whole the whole deal. And he picked them, of course. Yeah. No, that's, that's the thing about being at the races and really caring about fantasy. Um, yeah. Dan, you were once there at, when you I went. Was, um, I was once there. Yeah, I'm a little, a little upset about me passing up on Paul Coates. He was on my team all week and. I was nervous about that. I can't, I can't pick an English rider. I just can't do it. Just, just can't do it. McElrath really hurt you because you had him the week before, right? Yes. Yep. Yep. And I said that in our last podcast. I said he is going to burn me. Yeah. Um, and he did. We said her line would be number one pick, and, I mean, he was 44 points. Yeah, so I, was, I got her line, yeah. Yeah, it was it was tough, you know. Uh, I, uh... All right, 450s, motocross fantasy. JT, uh, who do you like? Uh... I like anybody that I don't pick because my team suck. They're pathetic. I'm still ahead of you overall, Steve, so I don't know what that says about you. But my team has just got off for the last few weeks. Um, I'm still bitter about it. Weekend off did nothing to help that. Okay, right like over. That. Um, Tommy Hanna, 12 again. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did the guy still racing? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I do like him. I mean, it's you. I don't like. Well, I don't know if I like him, but I think he's a decent pick. 
Will um, Will the guy Will Justin add Barsha here shortly? I, I think so. Yeah, he's not on the list. <clears throat> Uh, I think Han. I don't. I'll be interested to see where Barsha shows up. I bet he's like a red zero. Um, I don't know if he'll even go off his past finishes or what. It's tough coming off an injury to to really nail what they should be. Uh, but if Barsha was red, anything decent red, I would probably pick him. Well, what if he's zero? Because he might be double. Point <laughs> I don't zero. think. So. I don't think so. No, I don't pick. Um, you do, don't you what? So. You don't think you pick him? You don't think he'll be that? No, I don't think I would pick him. Okay. Yeah, I don't think I'd pick him. Um, you know, I, looking at it, I don't see a ton of just picks to jump off the page, which is actually, you know, it sounds bad, but I think it's good because it, it adds some parity and, and different guys get picked. Uh, because, like, Justin Brayton, Weston Pike are both zero for double points, which they could be picked. You know, Bogle's a three, Baggett's a four. Uh, so all those guys could be picked, and I don't think there's a huge case for one over the other. You know, Purcell the same. Um, I think it's kind of a crapshoot as far as that goes, and, and really that's what you're looking for. That's what you know you want. Jake Weimer to five, coming off an injury too. Uh, same kind of thing. So I don't see any guys that I'm just like, yeah, they're stamped right. on my team, you know, sitting on a Wednesday. Uh, but I, I'm going to watch practice, and then I'll make my decisions from there. Uh, but there's definitely, you know, I would say seven to eight guys that are, you know, you could make a case for to be picked. Uh, Chad was double points last week, right? Yeah. yeah, which okay. everybody had. Him. Yeah, okay. So yeah, that's I had. Him. I was thinking I played it safe last week with two guys, but I did actually pick Dungey um, as one of my guys. I picked Bogle, Dungey, Chad, and uh, uh, Josh Grant. Who so they paid off pretty well. Reed and Grant did, anyways. Right. Um, Dan, what about you? Yeah, I, I'm with you, kind of JT, a little bit in the sense that uh, like Baggett's a four, but eh, you know, I don't know. Like that's not a great payoff. Like I. We already talked about how we don't think he's going to be in our top 12. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm with what JT said. I mean, you could make an argument for Pike or Brayton. You know, I think they're both going to be top 10, but not a huge upside for Pike. You know, best finish this year, 7-8. You know, <clears throat> I, I had Reed last week also. I think everybody did. I had Josh Grant. Uh, I also had Jason Anderson, who got 25 points. So I did good and pretty mm-hmm. good in 450 class. I'd stay away from Weimer with that five just because he hasn't ridden. He's got a bad shoulder. So I like that five if Weimer's healthy. But, yeah, I, right. I agree. I don't, you know, you could make an argument for Bogle at three. He's not. Mm-hmm. He's been top 10 a couple of weeks, but we did. None of us really had him in our top 12. So, yeah. You know, uh, I think Tommy Hahn, if he races, he makes the main event. And, you know, he's racing he according to Will. So what he, do, what he does after that, I, I mean, He's going to get you double points if he makes the main event. So, not a not a lot of uh, intestinal fortitude from Tommy Hahn in his career. Just yeah. saying, uh, things yeah. go things go sideways. He's not scared to pull it in. Yeah, it's it's tough. It, you know, once you get that label, is it's easy to or, you know you pull in. It's easy to to do it again. You know, so I I don't. I'm with JT. I don't see a lot of guys that jumping out at me mm-hmm. that. That are great pick, gonna kind of go off practice times, and this might be a weekend to pick a, a Ryan Dungey or, or a Marvin or, right. or even a Roxon or something like that. So, um, I think the scores will be a lot lower this week than they had been in the previous weeks. So, yeah, it's uh, I, w- I think Barsha's a, a lock if he's anything. He'll be double points for sure, right? When he gets added, I mean, I think he should be like at least a four. I mean, really, uh, a three. Does it? Does it? The fact that he's not on here does it? He will be on there, right? I mean, things will just yeah. add him. Or? Yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Okay, yeah. all right. 
No, I I think he should be a between a two to four. I, I mean, and if he's he a two to four, you you definitely pick him, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, we put him in our top twelve, yeah, but we got to kind of look at practice. I like I I pick Tommy Hahn over Barsha at a four in my eyes because he could get okay. a he yeah. could get a seventeenth, I think, you know, and really pay off. So, and if you had to go Bogle or Baggett, Baggett's a four, Bogle's a three. Which which would you do? I liked the way Baggett rode last week at, or at Detroit, so mm-hmm. I would probably pick Baggett in this case. You know, being one spot off, I I think that uh, he rode good. A little more potential. Yeah, and I think just, I, I think you could also. Part, so. I think you could also say Bogle because Bogle starts are usually just amazing. So I just think one of these weeks he's going to put it together and get like a seventh or something. And I don't know if it'll be this week or not, but the guy starts up front every single time it seems like yeah. so um you got to think one of these weeks he's going to have a good week and not not crash or go to the back so i don't know you know i i think you get that's the whole point we're you know both making is you could make a case if you wanted to spend this thing towards one guy you could there's plenty of ways to do it for for most of the people listed mm-hmm. yeah i don't even like i know we just talked about pike going eight seven but he's a zero double point zero I'm not in love with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we you know? we we really liked him at tenth, you know, for Moto Dynasty or yeah. for for Rocky Mountain. So right there, we're we're saying we think he's tenth. Yeah, you know? so yeah, that's which... only that's not that good. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, the, and that's where I go back to somebody like Tommy Hahn just making a main event. That's the same as Weston getting tenth. You know, so uh, you could look at someone like Cade Clawson and mm-hmm. you know and argue him as well. You know, he's made a bunch of main events and. You know, all he has to do is get 21st compared to Weston having to get 10th. So. And Mike, Alessi, and Vince Freeze are both four. I don't like either of that. Yeah, right? I don't like no. those either. Uh, tough week. Tough yeah, week. Two, two that's, good, I, that's, what, that's, when, that's when it's good, I think. Yeah. Because then you get a chance to make points up. When, it, when there's these easy picks, just everyone has the same, and the most you can make up is like five or ten, it seems like. Mm-hmm. But yeah. weeks like this, you have a chance because there are so many guys that are pickable that it, you well, know, your team could be completely different than, you know, my team could be completely different than Dan's team, where a lot of weeks that just doesn't happen. At the most, you're going to have one different guy. So it gives you a chance to make up ground. So what's your team right now, Dan, uh, assuming Barsha is in? I mean <clears> – <throat> If if Barsha was say a two to four, I, I'll pick him. So I would say Barsha, Tommy Hahn. I, I like Baggett. I, I think uh, I'll I'll probably pick Baggett, and uh, Justin Brayton will be on my team. I like Brayton at zero. I think he's a top ten guy every week that he's out there. Mm-hmm. So and JT, what do you think? Same same comment with Barsha. Um, Actually, looking at a couple of the the single point guys, um, I had last week. I had Anderson and Dungey, and both of those guys worked out somewhat. It, it would have been better for me the other way around because mm-hmm. they, they would have both got twenty five. Um, had it been the other way, but you know, a guy like Roxon at a two, um, I think is is definitely doable. Uh, you know, obviously had a terrible weekend, which he crashed in practice, and I think that just kind of threw him off all day. Um, but I would maybe look at doing one single-point guy, and then, you know, kind of roll the dice with uh, a Brayton, Barsha, um, you know, Baggett scenario, something like that. Uh, I, I just can't stress enough. Oh, sorry, I want to add Tommy Hahn there. Um, but I can't stress enough how 
how important practice will be in these picks because there's so many guys that are just kind of all the same. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, two fifties. Motocross fantasy. Um, two fifties good. Two fifties are good. Yeah. Everybody can pick. You know, there's no no blockout guys because yeah. of the break. You know, True. They, don't, they don't go back to Dallas, so yep. everybody can pick. You know, you could all have the same team. You know, at the end of the day, but uh, Paulatelli Racing or no? I know he had a issue with the team, or is he? Mm, well, does this matter? Are you? Would you pick him? Maybe he's a twelve. He's been having a terrible year. I yeah. pick Aiden. Mel- I pick Aiden Melrose out of five. I know that. Melrose like, has burnt me all year. Stay away. Yeah, well, stay away. He'll burn yeah, me again. <laughs> we're back. We're back to the good old conversations we had a couple months ago about the um, Mitchell Harrisons and yeah. uh, all these guys that were just killing us. The Aldridges, Aldridge, and Aldridge, and the Frederick Norrens, Brecken Hall, like, so, they're just yeah, all Brecken there. Hall. Yeah, we get back to the good stuff. Yeah, I'm gonna be angry this week. Yeah. <laughs> Aldridge uh, is a one. Double points. Stay away. Stay away. Lieb is a four. <laughs> double points. Stay. We talked about him turning it around a little bit. Mitchell Harrison's a six. Brecken Hall's a thirteen. Mitchell Harrison. Fuck off. Jeez, Dan. <laughs> wow. Jeez. I mean, can he pass a concussion test this week? Dropping an F-bomb on the podcast for the first time Sorry. this year. Um, Cole Martinez, Chase Marquier. What is Cole? Cole's I like Harrison and his team, the biggest supporter of their team. He just let me down so many times. Well, tell him There's to be... a ton of pickable guys on here. There, there is. You, honestly, there's a lot of guys that you know you, you could pick. Um I mean, even Chris Howell. Didn't Howell make like almost all the West Coast mains? Yep. Yeah. Trevor Reese. Yeah, it's I mean, been. Uh, yeah, it's, I, I picked Reese. He worked out for me when I picked him. Cole Thompson. I don't know if he's racing. Jordan Smith at a zero. I mean, there's literally. I would guarantee you there are ten guys on here that you could pick and be like, yeah, I would, I would agree and say, yeah, that's that's all right. You know? Yeah, I think really on on this you're just gonna have to look at practice times. I, I don't know if some of these guys are not racing, you know, after the break or what the deal is, or maybe some of them are hurt. But uh, like you said, Cole Martinez could be a good pick at a three. Obviously, Aldridge Harrison. So well, one thing for sure, though, both of you agree that you're picking four double points guys. Yes, I will either have about 150 points in this class or 17. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Same as San Diego, too. I had seven points because of some of these guys. I want to see who I picked at San Diego, too, so I don't pick them this weekend. Um, yeah, I don't know about Norn, if he's back in or not. I know he's been focusing on outdoors. Maybe he just decided to throw it, throw the towel in and get ready for outdoors. But he's a five. Jordan Smith's a zero. No text back from him yet. Cole Thompson's a four. I'll have to ask his girlfriend if that's a good one or not. That's Donk. Yeah, that's Donk. Um yeah, Thompson at a four is, is nice. Although he's been up and down. He hasn't been as good as I thought he would be. Um, And Mitchell Harrison, I would stay away at a six. If Mitchell Harrison was just make the main Mitchell Harrison, I would pick him. Like if he's a 12, you know? Yeah. But a six? What would happen What would happen if you put in a Google search for Cole Thompson Racing Santa Clara? What would come up? I don't know. Good question. <laughs> Such pulp listeners are going to only be the ones that get that. Though. Right. Um. <laughs> Scott Champions a six. Yeah, Howell just has to make the main. Lee's been on a roll, like I said. Lee's, but the break makes it so hard. Like, is he still on a roll? Is it, you know what I mean? But he had put in some good, nice finishes, and 
He's a four. So, oh, text from Jordan Smith. Yes, he's in. So, um, he's a zero. Would you pick Jordan Smith, Dan? I think he gets top ten, no problem. But I probably won't pick him because I think there's better picks. Well, tell the, tell the listeners that you're better picks because neither one of you are you're both very 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 vague. No, no. I, Give I'll me your pick, four pick. Give me your four right now. My, my four right now would be Hayden Melrose out, out of five, or mm-hmm. Mel Ross, or however the hell you say his name. Um, Mitchell Harrison. I think he is, is a good pick. Oh, out of Dan. <laughs> are you serious? I mean, at A one, he crashed in the start and still got eleventh. That's what I keep going back to. Like he's good. <laughs> he's fast. Three months ago, JT, he crashed at the start and then. He Got rides with the best guys in the 250 class every day. Like, he's got to be good. Okay. All right. So don't don't he, pick him. He's got to uh, be good. All right. I like Brecken Hall. I think Brecken Hall's good. Uh, uh, he, he burnt me the last uh, – one of the last rounds when he was uh, 13th or 14th overall and clearly the best guy in the unseated group. And yep. I, I I couldn't click his name fast enough, and he did nothing in the in the night show. I was so excited when I pulled him off my team at about six oh five p.m. And, and my last guy, I'm, I'm see, I'm gambling. I'm going for broke. It's going to be probably that Chase Markey or guy from Oklahoma or wherever he's from. So yeah, was I'm he? swinging for the fences. Wow. All right. Yeah. Okay. All, I mean, all, I don't, I don't yeah. hate champ. Like JT said, I mean, it's hard to pick because I don't hate Champion or Norin or those guys, but I got to see where they qualify. Yeah, JT, what do you think? What are your four? I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna just throw them out. I'm gonna go big here. Um, I want to take Tyler Custer because I feel like this is Custer's last stand um, with oh, my Jesus. team here. here we go. We go down. We're going down hard. Um, I think I'm gonna go Kiesel at a 14. Uh, I'll go Marquier to 12. I don't know who Dalton Oxborough is, but I like his name, so maybe I'll pick him. Hey, Doe was pretty good, Thomas Doe. He really is good, <laughs> and he's he could be a good pick. Yeah, I think he's a Fren- Frenchy. Yeah, he's a French guy. Yeah. Yeah. He's probably not um, yeah, I Yeah, I don't know yet, but I'm telling you right now, there are at least 10 guys that are pickable, and they will all have huge handicaps if you want to make my team. Can you tell me what exactly your reasoning behind picking uh, Brady Kiesel? Um, he's a 14. Yep. And he's on Polatelli's bike. Mm-hmm. And uh, his name rhymes with diesel. And okay. I need a lot of points. All right. You know who we won't be picking, JT, is Oldenburg. He's a, just a normal three. Oh yeah, he will, yeah, he will not. He will not be on our team. There's not. Yeah, there's not <laughs> enough. Alex Martin. Alex Martin, who's got like one top ten all year, is a, six, <laughs> a normal score six. Yeah, like I'm gonna play it safe and pick Oldenburg this week. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, like what? That at three. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's. It, uh, you can pick Oldenburg at a three or Savachi at a two. What do you do? Right, exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. How is Jordan Smith a zero and Alex Martin is a is a gray or whatever? You know, like well, single points. Yeah, that's backwards. Jordan Smith podiumed. Yeah, Jordan Smith was like every you know he he was much more consistent than Alex Martin this year. I feel like Maybe you might I'm have not. to pick Jordan Smith. I mean, he gets such good starts. You know, he he gets good starts. He could be he's going to be a good yeah. Player, with the but. break, things change, and he certainly was. He he made the podium, I think, at eight at San Diego two or, or San Diego first one or whatever, 
and then he kind of slowly crashed his way back. But there's been such a long break now that things change, and he's back and healthy and, you know, riding. And so I think you got to go with him. I think Jordan Smith, uh, my stamp at pick, double points. I think I have to pick Aldridge, too, just because I, I it, it adds such excitement. It does add excitement, man. If you if you watch it on TV, JT, I know you're there, but you can really yell at the TV with Aldridge. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun, and Aldenberg's out, so we won't be able to pick him, uh, and we can't pick Alex Martin. So yeah, you got to pick Aldridge. I just think for the excitement level. Yep, uh, certainly. It's been <laughs> exciting. Like, you guys are idiots. <laughs> well, I just I know Aldridge. Aldridge paid off for me. Um, Whenever he did well one round, I had him this year, and so he paid off for me. When he did yeah, he got, well one he, round. Yeah, like whatever round that was where he got a seventh or eighth, I had him, and he killed it. I think and, he got sixth at Glendale. Okay, yeah, whatever. Yeah, killed it for, for me. So I, I, You know yeah. where I had him? You know where I had him? I had him at San Diego when he was winning. <laughs> yeah, me too. I yeah. had him every weekend. He was doing really well and did really bad. What about Cunningham? Um, a lot of times the guys who jump in the 450s and they keep racing, they sometimes have a bit of an edge when the series picks back up. Um, Cunningham, hurt though, or what's the deal? I don't think so. Why? Why would he? Well, he pulled. He didn't race those races. Like they didn't even go to Detroit or Toronto. Yeah, no, they went to Toronto. Okay, well, they didn't he go got, to Detroit. He got, he got hurt at Toronto. Remember? He yeah, pulled off he pulled off with a wrist injury. Um, so he's yeah, it's a good up. point. Yeah, he's he, probably he's riding. So I mean, right. Um, I'm saying because he is a uh, two. And he is uh, his, his best finish has been an eighth twice. So I'm yeah, sorry. I'm just my my whole point was just Andrew. Yeah, he's good. Other than that, is he good to pick for the two, with a two? No. Yeah, I think he's. A, I think he, well, I I wouldn't pick him because I think there are big handicaps that are better picks. But I think he's pickable. Yeah, like if you just right. you know want to get a little safer. Yeah, sure. Would you go Cunningham at a two or Lieb at a four? Uh, Cunningham. Yeah. Yeah, I think I agree. All right, gentlemen. The NFAB Racer X Fantasy Podcast brought to you by ProTaper, RMFantasySX.com, and Scott Motorsports. Uh, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. We'll uh, reconvene next week, and uh, we'll talk to you with the East Series. I think, is it Indianapolis next week? I think it is. And, yeah, uh, Indy's next. Yeah, yeah Indy next week. And, uh, yeah. All right. And, uh, Dan, uh, first person hit you up uh, at Dan Truman 101 for a pair of outdoor tickets, uh, courtesy of the folks at Moto Dynasty. They get it. Yep. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks.